You're listening to Building Three Pillars, the podcast for the professional on the go. Let's get it. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Building Three Pillars. I'm your host, John Waters. All right, so I hope you guys had an amazing weekend. Um, it was pretty good out here in Northern Kentucky. <laughs> you know, I got to give my weather report. Um, the weather was actually pretty nice. I know I was able to get out there and actually get some of that nice vitamin D. It was funny that I used that term because it was used to me from other people, like, man, 15,000 times. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm glad everybody's aware of the whole vitamin D factor. But, um, yeah, it was great to get out. It was great not to be cooped up in the house, you know. And granted, it's been almost a godsend because I've gotten so much work done since I have been in the house so much. But it was actually nice to get out there and interact with other people uh, to some extent, you know, and just kind of feel free again. But uh, anyways, today's topic is going to be about winning teams. And so the last few weeks, I've been on this whole sports kick. If you're unaware, (laughs) the last few episodes, I've been making sports references. And I focus mostly on, you know, the big names, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, you know, the head of teams, which got me thinking that, you know, it's not just the head of the team that matters. It's everyone on the team that makes it work. Granted, everyone on the team may not be talked about as much as the big names, but they still matter, you know, because uh, I forget who made this quote popular, but no man is an island. And I was thinking, you know, maybe that's not such a good idea to run with, because what about boxers? They're in the ring by themselves. What about MMA stars? They're in the ring by themselves. You know, what about freaking bodybuilders? They're on the stage by themselves. But then I was thinking again, no. They aren't really doing it alone either. They may be the ones, you know, who the camera focuses on, but they are not in the ring by themselves in a sense. They have support around them. Your bodybuilder has a coach. He has a nutritionist. He has someone that helps him pose. Your boxer has a coach. He has someone that freaking makes sure his gear is put together. You know, he has that hype person around him. Same thing can be said for your MMA star, you know? These people aren't alone. They have good support around them. They still have a winning team. And the thing about this team, no matter what sport it is, no matter what endeavor it is, no matter what business field it's in, is the energy. It's the energy and the way they're able to bring it together that helps make that whole thing work. You know, the 97 Bulls, the Bulls that, you know, we remember wouldn't be as great if they didn't have the whole team. Michael Jordan can't pass the ball to himself. <laughs> Kobe couldn't pass the ball to himself. LeBron James, as great as he is, can't pass the ball to himself. They still need people out there to play those other positions to make things work. You know, they still need people that are on the same page as them to make things work. Think about in your home life, and your career life. You know, when did you operate the best? When you were on the winning team when everyone communicated well, when everyone had the same mission in mind, when people were not as selfish, they were more selfless because they realized that a little bit of sacrifice on my end would benefit the whole team. Which got me thinking, how many of us aren't making the right decisions when it comes to our goals and trying to reach our next objective, not in the sport arena, but in our personal lives and whatever goals it is we actually have? Who do we have around us? What does our cast look like? 
a few years ago on Facebook, I made a reference about how we are the directors of our lives and how it's okay for us to add or cut whatever characters don't fit the bill or foot the bill. I think that's how they say it. <laughs> but I mean, that is completely up to us. Are we taking full advantage of that power? Or are we, you know, uh, we can't get rid of this person because they were there from the beginning. We can't do this because it might hurt their feelings. We can't do this because of whatever your reason is. And then a year or two later, you're still in the same position because you haven't done enough to change. You may have all these great ideas, but the people around you aren't supporting you the right way. Heck, they may even feel threatened by the fact they aren't having as many great ideas. That's not the right kind of energy you need around you. I know that that at least holds true for me. That came out weird as crap, but at least that holds true for me, you know? And so again, going back to our whole sports reference, I was thinking again about, you know, LeBron James and even the Golden State Warriors, you know, in the Miami Heat back when they had LeBron and uh, Dwayne Wade and who was that, Chris Bosh. You know, everyone back then got into a panic, into a hype. They were like, man, we need super teams. We need super teams to get the thing done. And now I was thinking earlier, like, wow, we need our own super teams. We need those people to compliment us well. So I guess my big question to you all, if you're listening to this, is who do you have around you? Like, do you feel that whatever it is you're embarking on can't be done because the people around you aren't supporting you? Do you feel that the people around you, you know, that you give your ideas to are telling you that they're garbage? You know what I mean? Not because they had given it thoughtful energy. They just didn't even want to give it energy at all. They didn't even entertain the idea that what you're presenting is something worth pursuing. And now you're putting your idea on the shelf. You're putting your dream on the shelf because so-and-so said it was dumb. So-and-so said it was bad. You know, you brought your idea to your your coworker at work because you feel like you need that validation and you couldn't get it there. Like what would happen if you had the right team around you? So again, using myself as the example, I was in a position, I want to say it was late last year. I don't exactly remember uh, what month it was, but I, you know, been reflecting on a book that I read, Think and Grow Rich. And there was a portion in there where we talked about the mastermind. And I read the book, I want to say it was like in 2019, 2018, somewhere in there. But from time to time, I like to go back to it and just pick chapters and just focus on those. But this whole mastermind idea was bothering me. It's like, man, I feel like in order to be successful, I need to create a mastermind. Now, what is a mastermind but a group of individuals working together to pursue one common goal? That sounds like a team. So in essence, what I was really saying is I need a team. Now... The thing that had me, you know, in distress when I thought about this is that I had tried it before. I had tried to build a team before, but I took people that didn't have the right kind of energy and meshed them together. You know, and then I also wasn't aware of what type of person I needed to be to be in that team. I wasn't looking to be the leader at that time. I was just looking to be with a group of like-minded individuals that wanted to get something done, but we didn't really have a mission. Everyone was, you know, blown to the wind. We didn't have the right type of energies around us. And so we failed, the team failed. And so that brought me a little bit of distress when I was thinking like, oh man, I need to do this mastermind thing. But the cool thing is I did not rush into it. I kind of just let life happen. I was just mindful of, an, of the interactions that I was having with people from time to time. I was, you know, just filling things out. And I saw some great individuals online actually. And I ended up reaching out to them and we did form that mastermind. And let me tell you, the team matters.
you know, who you spend your time with, no matter how much it is, when you're talking about your goals and your dreams, it matters because the right people will feel you. The wrong people will drain you, you know, and it's been amazing being a part of a winning team. You know, it's been amazing being a part of a team that is selfless, that is willing to devote their time, even though they may have other things on their mind and other things to get done and other things happening in their lives. They realize that the success of the team doesn't only benefit them, it benefits us all. And that's worth showing up for. Do you have people around you that feel that you are worth showing up for? They feel that the overall goal that you want to have and that you guys want to create together is worth showing up for. Like you may not be Michael Jordan, but you can be Scottie Pippen. You know what I mean? You could be on the team. You may not be LeBron, but you can be Dwayne Wade, you know? Because <laughs> everybody matters. Everybody has a role to play. All right, so then it got me thinking even more, you know, reflecting back on my experience. There was a time when I had that team and I realized like, yo, there's one issue on this team that I need to do something about, you know, but I didn't feel that I was a person that can make that call. I felt like it needed to be a community decision, you know what I mean? And then now looking back with hindsight, I think about, you know, all the sports teams that have great players on their team. You hear about it all the time. Players with great, great skill sets. They're amazing athletes, but they're not a great fit, you know, so they get traded or they get cut. And it's not because they weren't good. They just weren't a good fit for the team. And so we need to take that same kind of strategy with our lives. You know, we need to take inventory. I did an episode on that, I think last year. But we need to take inventory of the people in our lives and ask ourselves the tough questions. You know, but that requires a little bit of self-awareness and not too much. You know when someone's irritating your soul. You know that when this person shows up, it flares you up like no other. And now you can't even focus on the task at hand. You know that you can read that you can predict it coming. You know, it's the old story being told over and over again. And you keep showing up to be entertained by it. I kept showing up to be entertained by it. But going back to that story, I didn't make the hard cut. And as a result, that killed the team. Because now instead of focusing on the overall goal and how we're going to get better, we spent all of our meeting time focusing on the issues of one individual. Everyone else was executing, getting their job done. But then we couldn't move forward with the whole thing because it was one piece that needed to be accomplished. You know? And that was poor leadership on my half. You know, reflecting back on that, that was definitely poor leadership. I wasn't playing the director. I didn't make the decision to cut the right person. And as a result, it failed. Now, the good thing is it was a learning experience because now I'm sitting in a position where I know what to do. I know what not to sacrifice. I understand how to be a better team player. But anyways, <laughs> you can take that same idea because you've been in that situation before. You know when you stayed too long in a situation that wasn't right for you and you stayed anyways. You know you were hanging out with the wrong people and you stayed anyways, but you didn't make the cut. You know, you value their opinion over what would happen over the success of the team. Not saying that those things are easy to do because they definitely aren't. But I'm saying if you want to win, you got to sometimes be brave enough to make the cut. You know what I mean? Why would you work so hard and put in so much effort just to lose? So take that and apply it anywhere. <laughs> when you're going to the gym, when you get your personal trainer, you're they're not just interviewing you, you're interviewing them. Like, yeah, they may be the professional, but your opinion matters. When you're going to interview with your new employer because you're a bold and brave enough to actually follow your own gut and instincts, 
they're not just interviewing you. You're interviewing them to make sure they're a good fit for what it is you want to accomplish. You know, your relationships, again, they're not just interviewing you. You're interviewing them to make sure they're a good fit for your life. So there's so many times that we have the opportunity to be the director, but we don't do it. You know, we just kind of fall in the background and go with the flow. Scared to step on toes, scared to make some noise. Don't let that be you. Your goals are more than important enough to show up for. And we as a people have to act like it. All right, so that's going to do it for me today. Hope you guys have an awesome week. Hope you guys, you know, get some things done and take the time to think about who's around you. You know what I mean? Because uh, we only get one real shot at this. Wait. <laughs> and it's not something that I want to, you know, not take full advantage of. So again, yeah, be mindful of who you give your energy to. And that's all I have for you guys. If you enjoyed the show, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about it. And uh, yeah, tune in to the next one. All right. So that's going to do it for me today. As always, keep pushing. Your greatness awaits. <laughs>